What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm super happy you're here with me. I'm really happy to be here on the Inspired Choices Network, such a fabulous place to host your podcast and your, your TV show. So, you know, the beginning, the introduction and that, it, you know, it all talks about kindness. Of course, I talk about kindness. My title's got the word kindness in it. And it's an energy that's really, really close to my heart, important to me, one that I wish to share, obviously, with other people, um, everybody, anybody, to be honest. And as I'm listening to the introduction and waiting for my cue that I can start to speak, I was like, oh, this so relates to the title or the topic for today's show. You know, it's called Write Your Own Story. And to me, there is no greater kindness to myself, to how I see kindness for each and every one of you, in being able to write our own story. To step into being who we are, our own authentic self, you know, they say now with research that authenticity is the highest frequency, the highest vibration that we can be in. It's above love. The kindness that we can bestow on another person to give them permission to write their own story, it's massive. It can truly be life-changing for that person. So, yes, write your own story. A really important topic for me. One I really want to share with you because of the potential ripple effect that I'm aware of and that I feel energetically just when I say the words. And one of the key words there is, own, your own, you. We really don't understand that we can be the author of our own story, meaning the author of our life. We look at our life as being something that evolves, happens, goes from day to day. And now this may not Fit for some of you, if you've been following along on my shows or following me on any of the social media platforms, you'll know that I talk a lot about the words we use and how we think and all of this and how it translates into the life we're living. That is so accurate. But I want to reframe it a little bit into your story. What could that be for you? 
So one of the things I wanted to do right off the bat was look at the word story. I went to one of my favorite sites, an etymology site, where we get the the history behind words that we use today and have been using for centuries. And that gives us an understanding of where that word came from and how it was used a long time ago. Now, it only goes back usually to about the 12th or 14th century. So it's not super, super old. Um, speech words was around long before then, but we weren't really recording things like we do now. So I went, typed in the word story. Okay. And it said, connected account or narration, written or oral. I thought, yeah, that's cool. That was in the 12th century. It was retelling the facts of an event or person. And back then, a storyteller was um, often a historian. So they were working with facts and they were working to, to share what they knew to be in the most accurate way that they could, whether it was oral or written. And I mean, the history of the importance of the oral storytellers goes way back. And it, it found was the foundation of traditions and ways of life and so much. The story was so important that it was given to the responsibility of the historian. Now, today, that's not the same. And it was in around the 16th century that story then took on the energy of potentially being a lie or a falsehood. So we've gone to a completely different space on the meaning of a story. I think both are true. You certainly don't need to be a historian to be able to work with a story and to tell a story, to write a story. But I feel though, because we've also got this other way of looking at the word story, that it can be a falsehood. You know, I mean, we've often said to people, I'm sure you've said it, I know I've said it, like, such a storyteller. And I say with an energy like, you know, you really just can't believe everything that that person says. Or a child asks you, tell me a story. And you make one up. You may read a book and tell a story. But you also, my husband did this all the time. When the boys were going to sleep, he'd sit in the bed with them and he'd make up a, a story just on the spot. And they loved it. The couple of times that he wasn't available to be able to do that and they asked me to do it, it wasn't so much a success. <laughs> I didn't have the same imagination nor the same comfort level, to be honest in making up a story like that for them. I was much happier reading a story from a book, which I did a lot. But this whole idea of story, you know, we can really downplay it, we can ignore it, we cannot take it at any, in any space of value today. And I'd like to change that. I'd like to wind this around so that you understand that your story is so important. And for you to be the author of your story is really important as well. Now, I'm not saying you need to write a book 
write an ebook or do anything like that. I'm talking about crafting the story that you live on a day-to-day -day basis. Being the author, being the creator, being the one with imagination, being the one who works with facts, being the one who's willing to step into who you are and letting that unfold in front of you. Now, if you want to write a book, write a movie, write a play, do all those other things as your story, awesome. That would be tremendous if you're, in, you're inspired to go in that route. But for those of us who aren't, and for those of, of you actually who are, don't forget about the importance of your day-to-day -day story. And don't forget that you are the lead character. You have that primary role. Now, some of you may be thinking, oh, wow, I don't feel like I am the lead actor in my life. I don't feel like this story has written for me to be the star. Well, you are. And the only reason that any of us would think we're not the star of our own story is based on perception, beliefs, stories we've been told by others, judgments, criticisms, anything at all that has made you feel uncomfortable. For some, it's going to be having the light shone upon you, being in the limelight. You've received accolades and praise and so many compliments. And you're like, whoa, too much. It doesn't matter at all which end of the scale or how you want to label what it is that's making you not feel like the star of your story. The fact is, there's something there. And that's a wonderful way to look at an area that you can change, looking to do some healing, allow yourself to step out from behind that curtain, stand on that stage, let the lights come on and be the star of your story. It's pretty cool. It really is. One of the ways I have learned to be a star of my own story, to write my own story, is here with you. Being on the Inspired Choices Network, having my own podcast and TV show, sharing my experiences with you, like truly from my heart, from what I have actually experienced, how I've changed something, how I grow, how I grow maybe in the opposite way sometimes and may feel like I'm backtracking, but then how I pick myself up.
and then I share. There are so many ways to look at who you are and to look at your story and to invite yourself into creating the story you wish to have told about you or the story you wish to be telling others, right? How someone sees us is different than how we see ourselves. However, right, there will be uh, influences and um, cloaking is the word that's coming through. Like, so how we see ourselves will be altered, will be changed, will be set up in such a manner uh, based on those we are with and what they are saying to us. There's no question about that. But can you or are you willing to look behind that or look at it and say, huh, what is this actually telling me? What is going on here? Right? We flow through our days most of the time with a fair bit of ease. And to be honest, even if we are uncomfortable, have some body pain or struggle in some way, we tend to get through our days in patterns that are comfortable, in patterns that we're familiar with, in patterns that actually leave us feeling almost safe because it's familiar. So to rewrite your story can be quite uncomfortable, but so worth it, so worth it, you know, I um, use oracle cards, as you know, and just before we go for our first break, I want to share with you the oracle that was written for one of them. They're kind of like poems. They don't necessarily always rhyme or anything, but this was part of the inspiration here. It says, habits threatens, social masks and routines paralyze, the river dries up. Listen, do you hear the call? Follow your inspiration, and day by day, you will step into the flow of creation. That so fits into writing your own story. So we'll explore that a little more when we come back after our first break. In the meantime, I just deeply want to thank you for being here with me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. As you know, I'm around on all the different social media platforms, and I would love it if you would follow me, connect with me, let me know you're here. And if you've got questions or anything like that, get in touch with me. I would love to have a conversation with you. So we will be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. And we will continue with writing your own story. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. 
Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. So maybe you're asking yourself, why does my story matter? Who would want to read my story? Would anybody read my story if I actually put it on paper? My answer to you is there are so many people who would want to read your story. The fact that we live our story, live our life day to day, moment to moment, really actually reinforces to us that it's not special that it's not. I'm just a person. I'm doing my thing. I'm going through life. I have kids. I don't have kids. I work. I don't work. But it really does make a difference. And the primary person it makes a difference for is you. And we don't recognize it. We really don't. Because it's just everyday stuff, everyday thoughts, everyday actions. It becomes a habit. And we know how I feel about habits, right? Not great. Not a space to be living in. But often our life is just one habit after another habit after another one. Today's habits, ooh, okay. They're going to be repeated tomorrow. I'll have the same habits. But it's really, that's really being out of the flow of who you are. You may be in the flow of life. You may be in the flow of the habits and what's comfortable, but chances are good. You are not in the flow of who you are. You know, we, every decision you make, every choice you make, every word you speak, whether it's out loud, like I'm doing now, or thoughts in your head, that may never ever be heard by the human ear. They are all writing your story. They are all impacting who you are, what you're doing, and what you're going to do next. They're writing your story. And it's going to play out in the next couple of moments, or it may play out in the next month, or the next year, depending on what that thought is but it will play out. It will. 
It absolutely will. The way your brain works and how it works with your mind. And I, yes, I do separate the two of them when I speak. And the way they work, it will play out in your life. Our thoughts are powerful. And if it is our thoughts and our words that create our story, then guess what? Your story is powerful. Do you recognize just how powerful it is? Probably not. Probably not. You know, slight sidetrack, but when we talk about writing, and I was talking about writing a book. Now, I have not written a book, but I have written a chapter in a book. And this is it here. This is a book which has individual chapters written by different hosts on the Inspired Choices Network. Look, there's me. Light from the shadows, and it's our personal stories. Now, when I wrote that, I had that same thought earlier, like, I wonder who would read it. And if they read it, I wonder if it would make any difference to, you know, for them, to them, inspire them. And truthfully, I didn't give this chapter a lot of importance until I started to read, get feedback from it. And it really reinforced to me the importance of me being authentic and allowing my story to unfold. So not just in the written word like this book. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm very proud of it. But in everything I do, moment to moment, it plays out in my life. It, it shapes who I am, who I am being, and it gives me information as to who I would like to be if I'm willing to look at it. I alluded to a little bit in the first segment, you know, that our story is really written by other people. It starts being written by others as soon as we're little, really, as soon as we're born. Oh, what a beautiful baby. Uh oh, <laughs> okay, well, this one's mine. I love him. I love her. <laughs> that energy, that starts immediately. And then it, it builds and it builds. And that story of who we are is crafted around us and told to us, whether it's energetic or by actual words or maybe by the type of gifts that you receive. And then what most little people do and they're so brilliant at doing it, is that they adapt. They take on that energy. They work with the energy that's there in front of them. And they start to personify and be the story that they're given. Now, some don't. And some will be looked at as being rebels, hard to get along with, or whatever label or word that's really not kind that will be given to them. Many who receive that over time will back down and then start to adapt to the story they're given. And there are those, as I say, there are, there are some out there that that will never happen to them. Now, the flip side of that, though, is that then they can also go into this persona of being the rebel, of being the troublemaker, of being the person that's always 
standing on their soapbox, however it's going to show up. And even in that, you can lose sight of who you are. You can lose some of your authenticity because you become so much of that role that you don't let yourself see the other sides of you. And your belief in that role is so strong that you prevent yourself from looking at things from a different perspective. There is great value, great value in showing up everywhere you go as being the student, as being the person that's willing to learn, that's willing to see things from a different perspective, that's willing to not have to be right. When we show up like that, the whole world opens up for us. You've turned the page in your story and you've got a blank piece of paper there now that you can fill in anything that you want. You can look at the previous chapters you wrote from a completely different perspective and then tell that story in a new way. A way of growth, a way of uncovering some trauma, a way of healing, just aha moments, whatever it might be for you. But we can only do that when we see how much others influence the words of our story and what is written for us. So if you're comfortable with your life being scripted for you and everything's going fine, then that's really cool. I mean, it really is. And you've done an amazing job at putting all this together within yourself and still finding who you are. Because when we're in that space of being really happy with what's going on around us, we've got satisfaction and fulfillment, excitement and desires, then we have tapped into who we are. So truly heartfelt congratulations to you because that's not easy for everyone to do. For people like myself, that the story was uncomfortable, that there was always wondering as to how long the story was going to be, how many chapters am I willing to write? That is also excellent information and a wonderful place to be if you're open to being authentically real and truthful with yourself. One thing. One, one little thing that maybe you would like to change and that you could look at shifting. And when we have that strength to change one thing, it will often open up the door for other things to come forward that we are then willing to look at. And so much can come through and we can blossom and we get such a, a new glimpse of who's been hiding out inside us. And that can be so exciting. Sure, it can also be a little terrifying. I've had those moments where I'm like, oh, holy crap. Now what am I going to do with this piece of information? And then I work with it and I settle with it. And sometimes, truthfully, I just kind of put it aside and thought, okay, I'm going to look at that in a little bit. I'm not quite ready right now. And that's okay. And who do I need or want or desire to help me with that? Because right now that's feeling way too much for me and I don't want to handle this on my own. That's all okay. 
what was key, what was pivotal is that you saw something. You didn't hide it away or turn away from it. And that in itself is empowering. That is being kind to you, even though it may not have felt super kind when you saw it. But it is if it allows you to step into healing. That, that kindness to offer yourself, to give yourself permission to heal, and to heal regardless as to what it is that shows up, the ripple effect of that in this moment are even beyond the words that, are, that, that can come to my thought process. You may never know the ripple effect of that, but do know that the positive changes that you step into within yourself will create positive changes out in the world. You may never see them. That's not the reason to do them. The reason is for you, the love of you, the respect of you, because you value you. That's where the gold is for you. This whole idea of stepping into being the author is really, really, really empowering. It brings forward so many opportunities for you. A lot of the things I've talked about, right? Detachment, getting rid of self-judgment, you know, not holding on to things that aren't serving you anymore. Yeah, all that stuff is going to come up. Absolutely. Because those are parts of the story given to you by others that you have worked with and rewritten and written so many times that it solidified these judgments within you. But that's okay. You have an eraser, right? You have a delete key on your computer, right? None of it needs to be there permanently. You can write a chapter and go, Hmm, not loving where this is taking me. So pivot. You don't have to erase the chapter, but you can start a new one from learning from that chapter, experiences from it, insights from it, and go from there. See, writing a story that's perfect, not many people are going to believe it because none of us are perfect. We all have something. And looking at it is a gift. I'm going to go now. <laughs> we have our second break. The show is flying by. So we will be back just in a couple of minutes. Don't go away. There's so much more I want to share with you. Like, okay, well, then how do I start doing this, Karen? <laughs> okay, great question. And we are going to look at the answers for that when we come back from our break. So Stay put. We will be back shortly, everybody. Thanks. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. 
So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Okay, welcome back. We have so much to carry on with writing your own story. So, one of the important things is to really recognize and be honest with yourself as to where in your life you're possibly in habits or heading in a direction that isn't truly what you would like. Allow yourself to come out of the, yeah, but it's easy. Yes, this is what I know. It's not so bad. All of these justifications, all of these reasons you come up with in your, your own little head, these need to go. They really do. They need to go. We're at a time right now, and energetically speaking, astrologically speaking, like from a lot of different perspectives, but we are at a time right here in February 2024, where it is important for you to know and be and create and craft your own story. What do you desire? It can be a small tweak. You don't have to throw everything out and start from scratch. No, but what is it that you really want? The energies around us right now, they are so perfect for giving you that support. Now, that support may not always feel awesome. That happens because sometimes we're really nudged and showing something in an area of our life that's it's not feeling like it's going well. It's not feeling like it's kindness towards you. But there's a message. There is information there. Likely, if you look at it, you'll see a pattern. You can trace it back, whether it's over weeks, months, decades. But if there's something there that's going on and it's not what you wish to have, Now's the time to say, okay, enough. You let it go. Do not be attached to it. Do not be worried about what others are going to think. So if you're going into all of that way of thinking, then reach out. Let me help you. Book a session. 
this internal conflict that you're feeling within you, it only resides within you. You're the one that's created it. You, you absolutely have. It's how you've bought into looking at something, how you have decided that you're expecting a reaction or a judgment from somebody else based on what you would like. The other person, truly, they're not relevant in this. It's you. It's inside you. To be in that space of non-judgment, non-attachment is critical. You know, if you if you go back and you uh, listen to the show about owning your own faults, right? I was saying that when you own all aspects of you, including the parts of you that aren't great in your perception, then no one can hold them against you. Nobody can throw it back at you and make you feel bad because you, go, you don't have an attachment to it. You know it's a fact at that time. And you're like, yeah, okay. What would I like to choose now? Things don't get under your skin like they used to when you do the work with this. The only attachment that any of us, I believe, should have is in the present moment now. And that was just me snapping my fingers, just now. And then that moment's gone. And the attachment to it is gone because you're present again in this moment. This is where we allow ourselves to truly figure out who we are. This being present in this moment allows us to actually be aware of our identity. What am I thinking? What am I doing? And when we are in that space, we actually provide ourselves with the protection that we may need. We provide it ourselves. You stop role-playing, people-pleasing, hiding. Your need to maybe show off and be in the limelight can change. Right? Um, the anger and that energy of um, retribution, getting back at somebody, it can go. Because you can write the script. You can write it with kindness. So yes, you may need to say something to somebody based on an action or something they've said. So you deal with it in the moment. And you let it go. You do not hold on to that internal conflict within you. And that space then creates kindness and love for self, which flows out to love for others. And when you look at a, a chapter that's being written for you that is full of conflict and fighting and turmoil, and you change how you're looking at it and you rewrite those words, you may be really surprised how the other characters that are in that story, how they respond now. Because they're gonna see a part of you that they didn't expect. And it can be very surprising and it can actually throw them off their game. It can be, it can be kind of fun. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be saying that, but it's true. <laughs> it can be. We all would love to have people think well of us, 
to think kind thoughts to us or of us. And if you really are stuck with how you could start this journey, like if you have been in a space for so long that you don't know what your strengths are anymore, you're unable to see your your gifts, your beauty, that what you offer to the world, then you can ask. You can ask other people. Now, I would put a caveat here. Don't just ask anyone. Be careful who you ask. Ask someone who you can trust. Someone who will be kind in what they're saying to you, regardless as to what it is. And also choose someone who will be honest and truthful with you, who will not just give you what you're hoping to hear. Because then you're in the same place. You're going to be writing your story based on a narrative given to you by someone else that's not accurate. Because often what we want to hear has its own protection mechanism built into it because we're not ready to hear something else. So that's okay. That happens. Just be aware of it, please. So find two or three people that are safe for you to talk to and just ask them. I mean, okay, so one of the things that they use a lot in um, different coaching techniques and things that and uh, classes that I've been to, maybe not so much recently maybe, but was, okay, if someone was to write your obituary or your eulogy, what would you like it to say? You know, they're usually filled with very kind things. I've sat and listened to a few and thought, Wow, that's so not the person that I had the opportunity to know. Because we don't want to say something poor about another person, especially under those circumstances. But if you can find somebody who would genuinely tell you, if it was written today, what it might say, and use that as a starting place, it might be really interesting. It may also be a little upsetting. And again, it will be upsetting because of the belief system you are currently holding. And that can change. And I can help you change it. When we decide what we would like to have people say, and then we're honest with ourselves and like, okay, so do I actually walk that talk? Is that true about me? Is it true all of the time or only sometimes? Being that space of kindness to know where you're lacking, where you're falling short on what you would like to be doing or how you would like to be presenting is a kindness. You know, meditation can be a great way to go into that space or to invite in uh, trusted spiritual helpers or trusted angels too for them to show you. Maybe you can hear, maybe you're clairaudient to tell you, but often we can ask them to show us in our day-to-day our -day life and, and then be aware, watch, be present in the moment and see what shows up. Maybe have a journal, take some notes so you can go back and review and look to see if there's patterns. But figuring out with clarity 
what you would like to have, the direction you would like to go, how you would like to show up, and then looking again with clarity and honesty. So where am I now? Where am I in this moment? And give yourself that gift to be vulnerable with this and to come out of judgment with it and to just be present. Take some notes. Use a voice recorder. Type at your computer, whatever you want. But identify. Where would I like to be going? Where am I currently at? And identify that gap. So we're going to come up to our third break now here just in a moment. When we come back, we are going to talk about that gap and what we do with it and how to close it so that you can move forward in that space of actually being the author of your story and putting something out there that just fills you with kindness and gratitude and encouragement with that thought of, wow, I wonder what I can do tomorrow. So don't go away, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me. We're on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Karen Leslie. I've been your host so far and will continue to be so on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And we're talking about the importance of you. Yeah. The importance of you, your story, the importance of everyone's story. Nobody's story is more important than another person, but we will judge them that way. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. And I will figure out a way to wrap this all up for you. All right, everybody. We'll be back shortly. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It means so much to have you here. I love when people come into the chat room and are here and can ask questions. You're always, always invited to be joining us live if, if it works out for you. And for those of you who listen on the replays, thank you as well. And isn't it wonderful that the show can be recorded, both audio and visual, every week and so you can find it on all of your favorite platforms whatever they may be whether you want to be watching me seeing me on the video or listening to me listening to the recording on the go or wherever it might be 
Inspired Choices Network does an amazing job at making sure that everyone show for all of the hosts on this network that they get out there and are easy to find for all of you to listen to. So I am very grateful for the network, for you, and for me. And one of the reasons is I get to tell my story. I get this opportunity every week with you to write more, to share more. And I really want to emphasize the importance of our own story. And nobody can tell it accurately except ourselves. And we can only tell it accurately if we truly know who we are. You know, you hear people talk about the fact that you can have, like there's been an accident, let's say a car accident. And there were five people on different corners of the uh, intersection. We'll put it in an, in, an, in an intersection. And the police come and they're talking to the different witnesses and they're writing down what you're telling them. And what happens, and you know, the police all know this, that everybody has a slightly different account of what just happened. Every person, in theory, witnessed the exact same event, but because of what corner they were standing on, where their angle was, their own personal beliefs and biases and their story, how good their eyesight is, how good their hearing is, were they distracted? Did they have a child with them? All of these things and far more are going to result in everyone's eyewitness, in quotes, air quotes here, eyewitness account of that accident to be slightly different. I'm sure there will be points that are common for each person. But the stories themselves will not be identical. So your story, if we choose not to take an active role in putting our story out there, living our story for people to witness, then it's going to be based on perceptions of others, accounts from others, how they got to view us, how well did we match with their belief systems and their different points of judgment. So how they will share our story will all be slightly different. There will be some commonalities for sure. But it is up to you and it is up to me to write the authentic version of us. To have our authentic energy be with us, be around us, and be flowing out to all that are near and far, right? Energy never stops. So this ripple effect, we, we have no way of knowing how far out it goes. But you do know, and you do, whether you're acknowledging it or not, you do know whether what you are putting out energetically, whether the words you are speaking or how you're looking with your eyes, how you're cocking your head is accurate and true to who you are in that present moment. Or whether you're role-playing, 
whether you are people-pleasing, whether you are hiding and denying and wishing to not be seen. It's up to you and I. I think there's nothing more beautiful than being able to leave for the world, for friends, family, people you haven't even met yet, this energy of truth and kindness as to who you are. And that can come from you and only you. Before we run out of time, because we are almost done for today, I want to let you know a little bit about next week's show. So the show is called, Sorry, I Am Human. Those four words, they hold a lot of punch. They are used in many different ways. We're going to talk about them. And some of my own points of view are definitely going to come by and come out with that. So, yes. Yeah. So next week, join me and we'll talk about, sorry, I am human. And see how maybe that can add into your story that you're telling about yourself. I really, really hope that you have a, a, a different understanding of the energy that we're putting out and the importance of the energy that we be in every present moment, right? To be present is key. To be caught in the past or worrying about the future, that's putting out really a very scattered, disrupted energy that you are emitting on a regular basis when you are in those two places. That is not going to be a true representation of who you are inside. In order for that to be there, you need to be present. You need to be in the moment and you need to be truthful to you. That high vibration of authenticity, from my perspective, is the goal for every single one of us. It is really important to find that space for you. And you might be surprised. It may be totally different than you're thinking. But go on that journey. And I'm happy to help you with it because it's key to your happiness and to you being that energy of kindness to yourself, to all you interact with, and to everyone in the world. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.